Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Universities are opening across the country, and they're finding that preventing coronavirus outbreaks is very, very hard. Many of the infections trace to athletics or to crowded gatherings. One party can lead to more than 100 cases with a snap of the finger. For a lot of students, college is a time of firsts. I remember that thrill and excitement of freshman year of feeling independent for the first time. This year has been a rough start for incoming freshmen. Not only have they had to deal with the loss of their high school graduation, they're now going to college in the middle of a pandemic. School is only just beginning, and there's already more than 8,000 coronavirus cases linked to colleges in dozens of states. Some of them have been linked to parties, where students have ignored social distancing guidelines and haven't worn masks. But it's important to remember, this is an unforgiving virus. Even a simple mistake can lead to an outbreak. A lot of colleges have been forced to move from in-person classes to virtual learning after those spikes in cases. In this episode, my colleague, CNN senior global affairs analyst, Biana Goladriga, talked to college freshman, Bella Smith. Originally from New York, Bella just began her freshman year at Tulane University in New Orleans, where normally there would be 14,000 students attending the school. Tulane is offering both virtual and in-person classes. It requires face coverings on campus and is also testing students and staff regularly. As of this week, the university has reported over 150 cases. We wanted to understand Bella's first few weeks of college and try and answer the question, how do you go through the college experience without all the normal things that make it the college experience? And what is a normal college experience during a pandemic anyway? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. So, Bella, thank you so much for joining us. Um, what a my cr- pleasure. What a crazy time to be a <laughs> freshman in college. Tell me about what you expected your freshman year to be like. Yeah, well, I definitely had like kind of a movie reel of college that was in my head for what I thought it would be. Um, even like the classes, I definitely pictured like the big lecture halls, but I never thought they would be this big and this spaced out. So I definitely had a different vision of class. I think also the social situations are just a little bit more difficult now because there's like a limit of the number of people in a dorm. And then in common areas, there's also a limit. But I think that obviously it's the best it could possibly be right now. Well, you've been dealt a blow, um, I would say, given that you're an incoming freshman and that you didn't really have the full run of what a senior high school year should have looked like, right? I mean, I definitely think I took the beginning of senior year for granted because I thought I had so much time left. Um, And I never thought that 
a graduation and just the end of senior year would mean so much to me because for so long I was just so excited to leave and get to college. So I think there was a little bit of a lack of closure there, but it helps that I have a college to go back to and I can't imagine what it'd be like if I had an online semester. Was it a hard decision to make for you, for your parents, about sending you down to New Orleans as opposed to studying online? I feel like they knew that being home and continuing online learning after that long would have been really disappointing for me. Um, but at the same time, it was also like, it's definitely a risk to go into a little bubble of, I guess, germs really um, with the college students. Um, so there was definitely a conversation about it um, and just like discussing, is this really worth it? Is it going to work out? But I think that since Tulane had so much communication with us about everything and they were just so um, upfront and clear about what they were going to do, it kind of eased everyone's worries a little bit. So tell me about that. Tell me about the, the conversation and the communication that you were getting from Tulane and the school officials and how often you were hearing from them. Yeah, so they sent out, I think, pretty much weekly emails in the beginning just about um, how the move-in process would go and how they would be testing everyone when they got to New Orleans at the Hyatt Hotel uh, in the city um, and the new protocols that they would be putting in place and the new rules. And if you want to follow them, you're welcome to come back to campus. But if you're not going to be doing so, then you can feel free to take the semester online. So I feel like that was really helpful. Did your parents come help you move in? Yeah, so they had a rule where one parent could come onto campus that day um, just to limit the amount of people that were there. Um, so my mom did come help me move in. And they also had a staggered move-in between four days for the freshmen. And do you have a roommate? I do have a roommate, yeah. So we both had to be tested. Initially, if you were positive, you would quarantine in your hotel room. And then now they converted a dorm. How many times have you been tested thus far? Um, twice. And what are there protocols in place as to how often you're going to be tested? Is it random? How does that work? So initially it was going to be once a month. And then as soon as we got settled in, I think they realized that that was not going to cut it. So now they said um, we should be tested about uh, once a week. So how is life on campus? Walking on campus, you'd immediately get a sense that Something's different just because of the six feet apart circles on the ground everywhere. Also, all the staff members are wearing masks. Um, they're constantly cleaning. The hand sanitizer stations are pretty much like 10 feet apart from each other. They're everywhere. I think the major thing for me is just that right now, everyone's really scrambling to make friends and meet as many people as possible. And I think that is a little bit hindered by the limit on group size and the lack of things you can kind of do. But at the same time, I think that everyone on campus feels for us and everyone's doing their best to like organize as many online activities as possible and like distance activities as possible. We're not allowed to go into other dorm buildings, only our own. So I'm definitely becoming, we're becoming a more tight knit community in my, the five floors of my dorm. And I guess also in classes, you kind of envision just turning to the person next to you and asking a question and introducing yourself and meeting people that way. And I think that has been a little harder because there's like four seats between you and the person next to you. Um, but then again, the professors are still trying to say, project your voice and talk to the person next to you. 
Are you in a mask throughout class? Yeah, and the professors are too, which makes it kind of hard. They can be muffled sometimes. But I think they're they're constantly trying to improve the um, technology with that. They have hanging microphones, and it depends on the classroom, really. Some of them, it sounds great, and some of them, it's a little hard to hear. So t- can you give any anecdotes about some of the experiences you've had with your professors thus far and how they clearly have to have adjusted? Yeah, definitely. Well, I feel bad for the professors. I have one class that is actually in a basketball uh, gym arena type space and the echo in there is just crazy. I have calculus there, okay. um, which is a little rough, I have to say. Um, but um, it just, it goes so far back too. So I always try to go early and just like get a good spot on the front where I can kind of hear. The people in the back, I really don't know how they're managing to hear anything. The main thing that professors seem to be struggling with is the fact that at the same time as they're teaching the class, is um, they're supposed to be doing a Zoom call for all the people who are isolated. Oh, yeah. um, so as at the same time as they're trying to like be heard in these weird spaces, they have to be filming themselves and then making sure the Zoom people can hear them. And then they're answering the questions in the Zoom chat. Um, and so I've definitely seen a lot of professors take like 10 minutes out of class to try to figure out the logistics of, oh, no, the sound cut out. And then, oh, their microphone is falling off. Oh, the screen sharing has been a big one um, or a lot of professors don't share the PowerPoint or it's not on the right screen and no one can see what's happening on Zoom. And would you say that people are adhering to the guidelines and the rules for the most part from what you've seen? I think that the majority um, are taking this seriously. Um, And obviously there's still a small group of students who aren't adhering to the rules at all, um, or they're trying to get around it somewhat by like wearing the mask and then taking it off when no one's looking. Um, But I think that also can be blown out of proportion. Um, And what's been happening here is there's a reporting system where you can report people if they're not social distancing or not wearing a mask or if they're like in a place where you're not supposed to be. But I think for the most part, everyone's taking it seriously because no one wants to go home. Uh, Okay, how about, and we can tell your parents to avoid this part of the conversation if if they're going to be listening, but what about nightlife? What about parties? What about drinking? I think Tulane has had a lot less of the like big illegal frat parties that um, have been on the news from other universities. Um, I think for the most part, people at night have been going out to restaurants and ordering drinks or um, just having small things in a dorm. Most of the people that I've been hanging out with are kind of on the same page about we don't want to have one fun night, make everyone leave and go home. Are you still having fun, though? Yeah, definitely. No, it's, I'm so glad that we're here. We're finally in college and this is what we've been waiting for for so long. That still um, is just as valuable as it would be in a normal year. And then what is your message to students who, freshmen especially, who haven't started yet and who are nervous about what this experience could be like? I think the main thing is just putting into perspective that this is really temporary and um, this isn't going to be our entire four years. So I feel like right now, as much as everyone just wants it to be as normal as possible and as enjoyable as possible, safety has to come first because if we don't do that right now, we might 
never be able to go back to normal. All you can really do is control your own actions. And I guess um, enjoy your time uh, that you have and try to make the most of it. That is really well said, Bella. I gotta tell you, you're right. Safety does have to come first, but I feel for all the college students out there. Whether you're on campus trying to navigate this new reality, or if you're at home going to Zoom classes, trying to make the most of this virtual experience. I know you all had a very different idea of what this fall was going to be like, but I do find some hope in Bella's determination to find something positive and something normal in her first few weeks as a freshman. Whether it's a new way of making friends or learning, because that does still exist. I hope you find that in whatever situation you're in and hold on to it. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.